Christmas. Ah, I mean, a lot of philosophically unjustifiable hokum. I mean, an excuse for, for much of the world is to down tools and do nothing. Manifest, you know, false feelings of, 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 of emotion and empathy found nothing more than an outmoded metaphysical sentiment. Dubious, syncretistical tradition. I mean, how many religions are there in Christmas? I don't remember any, any trees being brought into the stable in, in, in the gospel stories. You know, what's that all to do with anything? Anyway, I'll have none of it. I'm off home to read a bit of Hegel. Try and leverage some, some sci-fi into it for our next podcast. Mike, can you hear me? Uh, of course I can, Danny. Uh, why are you speaking like that? Oh spiritual manifestation right i'm trying to create a vibe here so 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 what are you saying you're haunting me now yes i am the spirit of philosophy students past is that so i mean i'll grant you that you are a past student but don't you have to be at least disembodied to be classed as a spirit um Ooh. Yeah, 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 we've done the ooze, we've done the ooze. Uh, and what in the name of all the gods are those books dangling from you by chains? Ah, I'm glad you've asked. Yeah, well, I did ask. These are the philosophical chains that have shackled me since my student days. Mm -hmm. All the perspectives I have never been able to choose from. Uh -huh. okay. I can see, I can see some, some blame being, being directed here. It's all very Dickensian, I'm sure, but... Why are they chains? I mean, surely they don't need to be seen quite that negatively. I mean, couldn't they be seen as a, a rich collection of philosophical traditions that enhanced your ability to navigate through the world? And why not manifest them as, I know, wings or fairy lights? Why go all goth with the chains? Uh... I mean, it's... I mean, sometimes, you know, we, we, we get into the philosophy... Uh, uh, and we think we have to we have to choose, don't we? I mean, we think you know you've got to you've got to decide what you mm. you know what you, you 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 hook yourself up to, what you anchor yourself to, so you can say you know I'm a Wittgensteinian, I'm a Hegelian, I'm a you know I'm a Cartesian. Um, I mean, is that necessary? I mean, do do we have to? We we do kind of live in that kind of world, don't we? We're supposed to nail our colours to the yeah, mast, yeah. uh, and you know you're part of this group, you're part of this tribe. Um, and you've mentioned this before, but I mean, is is that really ne is that necessary? Or if you don't if you don't kind of, I mean if you don't nail yourself down if you don't pin yourself down to something people start to call you know, people start to use terms like wishy-washy mm. and, and, and sitting on the fence and then decide which are kind of just ways of of of, of criticizing it's so um, difficult isn't it because yeah. you, you're constantly you're constantly um, like shouting about your identity or you constantly talk um, like you say uh, nailing your colors to the mast you know why can't you yes. just be okay I'm uh, I'm just being now I'm being, and I'm using mm -hmm. all the philosophical tools when I analyse, mm. you know, what's in front of me, rather than saying, okay, I'll, I'll mm. must view this from a Wittgensteinian perspective, although I'd probably do that most of the time. <laughs> you probably do. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong, I think, with having, having you know, having a favourite or having a particular point of view which 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 vibes with you. I mean, sometimes it's like having a friend, isn't it? Sometimes you'll meet somebody and you'll think, you know, you just you know you just hit the spot you know we have a similar kind of sense of humor we have a similar kind of point of view on the world um you know all that kind of thing and and you know i enjoy hanging out with you and that's like like your good self um 
Uh, other times you might meet somebody, so you're a perfectly nice person um, in many ways, uh, but there are aspects of you that really <laughs> I, could, I could do without. Um, so I don't see why you can't pick ideologies uh, in, in, in that way. Um, so, you know, just because you happen to want to hang out with Hegel yeah. far more than you want to hang out with yeah, others. I think um, you mentioned ideologies. Yeah, mm. yeah, drifting towards like political ideologies a little bit there. I found that recently. Right. It's, it's like um, if you imagine the um, you know the political world is like you know you're in the swimming pool and you can't swim, and mm. the ideologies mm. are like floats. I'll oh, just mm. grab onto this, mm. and because yeah. you're not quite mm. sure how to see a certain topic or a something point of view, and you're scared to swim in it. I grab onto the the, yeah. the the ideology because that you know that I know where I am with that and yeah. that's probably the best thing. Yeah. yeah, extending the metaphor into the into the into the the realms of cliche. But I mean, it is that kind of sometimes any port in a storm. If you're in if you're in a storm, uh, then you'll look for anywhere um, that will give you kind of safe haven. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of well, I'll, I'll I'll join up with these guys. It's better. And I get the impression, and I, you know, I've I was never part of a gang. I mean, not not a, not a proper gang. Um, we, they didn't do gangs in Jersey and the Channel Islands, not in the same way uh, as, as as they do in kind of you know big cities. But um, um, I gather from what I've read uh, that a lot of gang membership is, is 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 to do with not not so much that you know somebody desperately wants to join the gang, but it's it's the it's a way to survive. You've got to be part of a tribe. You've got to be part of a group. Um, to have that kind of to have that sort of that weight of support behind you, mm. um, who, no matter who they are, um, it's just kind of like who, who can I who can I belong with? Who can I join um, to help to you know, help me survive? To kind of give me some kind of support and so on. Um, yes, yeah, I think it's also um, I think is it um, Joseph Campbell talks about that as well, isn't he? he talks about because um, we don't have any of those big kind of rituals, like you know you have to mm. like coming of age rituals, and and right. um, life is growing up is traumatic and mm. and and obviously the um the uh, search for meaning within you know the, the terrible things that can happen and we don't tend to have those kind of big ceremonies and and um, things that we, that we can uh, they're kind of used to get us through difficult situations make sense yes. of things yes yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah points, so like being in a gang i guess would be oh we, we mm. can definitely make sense of this you know wherever it is get gangs seem tend to form mm. in like difficult areas right this makes sense yes. it's not yeah. you know this horrible place we're in and um, we can all mm. be together you know looking at the horrible <laughs> dealing yeah. with it and it's very feudal i mean it's kind of feudalistic isn't it when you think about it it's kind of well you know we'll ally ourselves with a particular kind of a lord and we'll wear their colors and you know there's, there's the heraldry and there's all the kind of all the kind of um 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 pride in your in your in your uh in your 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 house or your the family you serve even if you're a servant you know or you're we're house so-and-so or, you know, we're house of trainees mm. you know we're house arcona uh, or whoever um and uh, uh you know you associate yourself with mm. them um and they become all they become you know practically family or they do become family and they give you that sense of identity and you've got you know you know gangs in in, in cities kind of you know wearing the gang colors um, and you've got to wear the particular kind of, you know, the particular jacket or have a particular patch on it or particular slogans or, or whatever. Um, and then, and then you you know, you have that weight of them behind you. You know, they, uh, other people will leave you alone. Uh, other gangs might not, but other people will kind of, you know, give you an inverted commas respect because it's not just you on the street. Mm. Um, it's the gang. If you're wearing the colours, it's the whole, it's the whole kit and caboodle. It's like the weight of tradition mm -hmm. behind you. Um I mean, talking about kind of you know, traditions and that sort of stuff. You know, we're entering yeah. Christmas, 
Oh, by the way, if you, I mean, do you want do you want to sit down, take the weight off your uh, your chair? Oh, yes, um, I can yeah. sit down. Yes, you asked me if I could sit down. Yes, I can do. do that. Yeah, you can sit down. Yeah, yeah. But feel free to sit yeah. down. I give you permission to sit down. Um, I'm having a little uh, a little a little whiskey here, and seeing as it's I'm not, I'm very jealous. I can't even yeah, consume anything yeah. anymore. Can you not? No, no, I know because it just falls straight through you, which is a, a huge mm. laugh. But um, it must be very uncomfortable for you. I mean, that's an interesting thing, isn't it, about spiritual uh, existence? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm never quite sure, and I, I'm never quite sure whether whether it, I, I suspected that a spiritual, a true spiritual existence would drive us insane, mm. um, because we are very much physical mm. beings. We're used to physical sensations. Uh, we're used to hearing things and smelling things and seeing things and all that stuff. And that is all biological. That comes through, you know, physical, biological sense receptors. If you were, uh, if you were a, a truly spiritual, non-incorporeal entity, you wouldn't be able to see because you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to process light. So you wouldn't see yeah, in the sense yeah. that, you know, light wouldn't be hitting kind of, you know, your, your retina and doing all the things that it does um, because there's nothing there. Uh, uh, you wouldn't be able to feel anything. You wouldn't be able to kind of, you know, stroke your wife's hair or, 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 or you know, touch the sand or, or, or feel, you know, feel you know, a nice piece of fat because you couldn't feel because you've got no tactile senses. You couldn't taste, you couldn't eat. Um, effectively, you'd be shut off. Now, I don't know whether there'd be other things that would, would lay connection with the world, um, but this is very much Cartesian problem isn't it and Descartes never really solved that when he said well you know we have a spiritual side and a physical side um, well okay that's fine um, but where do the two connect yeah. how does my spiritual stroke you know mental side if you, if you want to call it our cognitive side how does that incorporeal whatever it is affect the physical world I mean I might think I want to raise my arm how does that thought that insubstantial non-physical thought affect my physical body generate the chemicals necessary to stimulate my physical brain to send signals to my arm so that i lift my arm in the air as i'm yeah. doing now um and descartes could never solve this one and, and as we said on a number of occasions he said he comes up with this half-assed idea of the pineal gland as being a kind of a meeting place between mind and, and, yeah. and body um but then that raises the, 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 the question of what kind of substance is that it's neither mind nor body it's another substance um so yeah, I mean, I'm, I've I've always been very interested in that the, the whole idea of, of you know, as I have this horrible feeling that that that, that, that a spiritual existence is it would 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 be just something we could. Yeah, cope I think with. it's yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it kind of kills the, the conversation stone dead. But for me, for me, <laughs> it's obviously um, a massive metaphor. And I, th- I thought about this a long time. You know, um, we do exist in different ways after we're dead. In the sense that mm-hmm. people will talk, you know, hopefully talk about us. Mm-hmm. People talk about you now. That Danny O'Donnell, my goodness, whatever happened to him? Um, um, things we set in motion, you know, the ch- our children or or anything mm. we've written exists in that way. Mm. Like, um, mm. so bringing it back to kind of like ghosts at Christmas. I'm really fascinated with this. This I really like it. I I, I like the um, Christmas um, ghost stories. Ghost stories of Christmas. Yes. Do you know, do you know this tradition. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, obviously, yes. it's, it's, it's uh, a tr- tradition. People tell ghost stories at Christmas, and mm. the and uh, mm. Christmas Carol is a ghost story. Why? And yes. um, I, I, on TV, I think it started in the late '60s and through the '70s. Uh, 
mm-hmm. um, uh, M.R. James stories, Whistle and I'll Come to You and things like that. Yes, um, yes. The Canterville yeah, episode. Um, that, that, yeah. that, and it's kind of been revived and there's been a few every Christmas. It's one of the things I really look forward to. And mm. it, it mm. occurred to me, why do we like, why do we like it? And why do we tell ghost stories at Christmas? Why do you think that mm. is? And I think it's, um, I think it's to do with, obviously at the end of the year, isn't it? We've reached the end of the year and it's always a looking mm-hmm. back and uh, we think about things like ghosts of Christmas past, literally, you know, uh, yes. and um, thinking about what we used to be like and um, uh, what we used to think. I I I love this, but yeah, obviously ghost stories can be frightening as well, and obviously that is mm. another thing that I like. What what do you like that kind of? Do you like those stories? I do, I do very much, and I and and, and I'm fascinated by, by by what you're saying. I mean, I always I always thought, wondered myself, you know, why why do we have these these ghost stories at Christmas? Um, particularly, I sorry think... to interrupt, particularly those on, no, James ones because they're, they're always about mm. an academic. There's an academic yeah. in the centre, <laughs> and, and he's, he's always a kind of unbeliever, a very yeah. rational. Yes, yes. Go on. Yeah, there was the, yeah that uh, that reminds me. I, mean, I mustn't get diverted here, but you know, it's Christmas. Um, it was like that uh, the uh, the film um, Night of the Demon. Yes, yes. I think I've mentioned this before. Yeah. Um, and you have the kind of the the the, 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 the rational kind of academic psych- psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist guy saying, you know, this is all yeah. nonsense. Uh, and it was a big conference in London. Um, where they were supposed to be discussing the supernatural, um, and one of the key speakers who was going to kind of denounce and give all sorts of reasons for it dies mysteriously mm. just on the eve of, 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 of the conference. And when he was about, and, and there was some suspicion he was going to retract. Um, and then you have this kind of guy who claims to be some sort of master yeah. magician. Um, who has power. And you're never quite sure whether he actually has any power or whether or not it's just the psychology of it, whether people are just so scared and get themselves worked up. Uh, about the whole thing that they actually start seeing yes. things, uh, and that's enough. But that's actually to, uh, to, to a James story, isn't it? Correct. Did you know, yeah. Is it really? Um, oh, casting that of makes the sense. Runes, yes, I think it's the, yeah. casting of the runes. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Like, I didn't know that. That, was, that uh, gave birth great, to great so one. many modern horror films. You know, Japanese mm. stuff and Ringu and all that. Oh, really? yeah, it's all like yeah. um, oh, there's a time limit, and you've got to solve riddles, and yeah, yeah. And I had this thing there. So there, there, were, there were these runes written on. That's right. They, there were these runes written on a piece of paper, and if you gave them to somebody and they accepted them, even unknowingly, uh, then the demon would come for them. And so you know, p- people get terrified. They'd open a book and they find these things in there. Oh my goodness me! I've got the runes now. I've got to get rid of them somehow. Um, and of course, the guy, this magician guy, who's been doing this to people. Um, and he's trying to get out of town really quickly because he doesn't want anybody to give these back to him as the the, the, the psychology guy, psychiatrist guy has been given them. And he's starting to get a little bit antsy about the whole business. He's starting to kind of buy into it because, you know, things have been happening. Um, and uh, he wants to try and give them back. And, of course, this magician guy just won't accept anything. You know, the guy's trying to hand him his coat. He goes, no, 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 no I can put my own coat on. You know, Here, here's your book. No, 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 I won't <laughs> pick that up. Um, but he does end up yes. with them at some point or another. Um, and then, kind of, you know, it, it believes either believes or this thing has come from. I mean, you do see a monster out apparently, there. That, that apparently, that's put, put in by Hollywood, wasn't it? They, 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 they wasn't supposed to be there in the English yeah, version. Yeah, the, the director the didn't, want, version. didn't want to actually see no. see the, the the monster. It's better if you don't see it because no. it, with the M.R. James stories as well, it's it's just hints of things, which is mm. much scarier because the oh yeah, I think the imagination be much would leave much more amb- ambiguous. Imagination's filling in. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, yeah. So yeah. So I, I, I think the, the whole thing about ghosts and stuff at Christmas. I wonder where the part of it is. I don't know. There might be. There might be a tradition. But I wonder where the part of it is that. Certainly for me, um, Christmas is a time when I think we were discussing this before we started the, the recording. Christmas is a time when I I think very think a lot about other uh, other people, different people, um, people in my life, you know, friends and family and all that sort of stuff. Um, people who maybe have passed on. Um, I spend you know we're, we're buying gifts, for example. It's not just an exercise in I've got to try and you know spend some money and I've got to make sure I spend you know as much money on these people as I spent on them because they're that. Um, it's more a case of you know so and so. What would make them happy? You know what would make, what do I know about them that would make them happy? Um, so memories start floating to the surface of kind of events you've had when you last saw them, things you've done with them, and so on. And I think these memories, for me, are like ghosts. They're kind of the ghosts mm. of the past, and I'm kind of reviewing the, these ghosts as they kind of traipse by me. I'm thinking, oh yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I do the same thing. Um, so it's a way of kind of engaging with the past. So that's an aspect, I think, of, of of. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you get to that, as you were saying, that kind of end of the year, uh, and you're starting to think to yourself, well, um, there are things I'm reviewing about the past, um, which you know, maybe I'm not pleased with. Maybe things I've done that I'm not happy with. Maybe things I need to put right in the new year or change attitudes or whatever. Um, and that's, I get, and that's a kind of a motif in some of these 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 ghost mm. stories. About ghosts coming back and wanting to, uh, uh, and either having to kind of put something right so they can leave yeah. uh, or you know the ghost being exercised um, through kind of you know laying it to rest by you know fulfilling something or finding something it left undone so uh, I wonder that's that's also kind of part of uh, part of that kind of issue of kind of endings and and, and res- resolvings and resolutions and so on yeah and uh, the, um, obviously a Christmas carol is is mm, mm. Is is about that and like much more, isn't it as well? And uh, mm. I don't know how yeah how many times have I seen Christmas Carol? How many different times have I seen Christmas Carol? But I still like I really mm. like it. Yeah, are we talking about kind of you know the Alistair Sim one? Are we talking about you know are we talking about the Muppets Christmas Carol? I mean, the Muppets Christmas Carol does a fairly decent oh, it's job very, I think, very telling good. the story. I think it's very very good, especially for, yeah. like you know for all ages that one. And yeah. there's um yes. and Michael Caine, so he famously he got it straight away. So um, there's there was there are they're telling me about him to be in in this thing, in in um, mm. Christmas Carol. Obviously, he's the only human amongst loads of uh, loads of Muppets. I think there are a couple of other humans, but mostly Muppets, right? Mostly puppets. We know what that's like. we know what yeah. that's like, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, oh, "I've got it. This is the this is um, the Royal Shakespeare Company, and I'm to play it completely straight, as though I'm." Yeah, that's why it works. That is that works. works because if yeah. you try to be I think I remember watching the Muppet Show back in the, in the day, and some yeah. sometimes you'd have comedians trying to be as funny funny with the Muppets. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. You no, have to be yeah, straight. But yeah, I, it's a great version, and obviously Alistair Sim uh, is good. It's it's the classic. But there was isn't it? it's the there was recently. Um, it's not it's not good in some ways, but really good in other ways. Um, uh, the Jim Carrey one. Did you ever see that one? It was like a three D. Animation. Oh right. What was good mm. about it was um, it it really kind of kind of followed the visual as they were written. Do you know, like um, Jacob Marley um, is when he appears on the on the doorknob, his mm. hair is kind of floating, mm. and they really mm. had that down. But but they had, but they, they they kind of spoiled it with loads of kind of action set pieces. <laughs> but um yeah that was, that was, that's a quite a good one 
that's got a good one, yeah. Yeah, and yes. No, that's yeah. It's 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 a great. I mean, it is a cracking story. I mean, Dickens, uh, for all, you know, for whatever one might think of his of his private life, um, I don't, it's very difficult concentrating on you when when you you keep fading in and out. Like, I can't help it. If you could just try and concentrate and just keep as solid as you as you possibly can. Thank you. Yes, and don't don't do the don't do the voice. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, so where, 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 um, where should we take you then, uh, Ebenezer Ellsford? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, where it's. I mean, you can get you go in three in three directions, mm-hmm. can't we? We can go. You know, we can go. We can go into the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, well, where 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 do we I think you lot- would re- renew your faith in humanity? Oh lordy! What, what would gosh? What would yeah, what would renew my faith when you, when in humanity? You, that kind of assumes that one already that one actually had a faith in humanity. Like, I guess, um, um, I think the way I look at the world now, I'm a bit kind of uh, what's the word? Jaded. Yes, yes, yes. A bit jaded, mm-hmm. a bit kind of uh, uh, a bit negative about Cynical. the way things are going. Yeah. Was there? A, Which is odd, really, because you're quite a positive. You're quite a positive yeah, person, I think generally that, speaking. That, that quite, kind yeah. of comes out in the end, but. Where would you take your? Like, where, was it when you were a little boy, or when was the time mm. when you were? Okay, I've got to probably go first here. When was it like? Go I on. think I was really positive about the world. I think, um, I guess it would have been. I think before my teenage years. I think there's <laughs> mm. a whole that oh, whole yeah. that yes. whole part of life is, is quite probably when I was quite young. I think I, I was quite energetic mm. little kid. And um, mm. uh, I think I used to like you know run about a lot and like sing and stuff like that and show off, yeah, to my uh-huh. yeah, my parents and my and my, and my brother and stuff like that. And mm. I think I was like you said I'm kind of optimistic, and I think I was mm. that as well. I think I probably should go back and show myself, you know, maybe, maybe playing in my uh, my living room with you know ha- happily playing with my toys or something like that. And, and uh, mm. I, it, a great part of my. Yeah, childhood was watching TV and movies, probably watching Star Wars or something um, like that, and getting mm, so much out yeah, of it. Yeah. That's probably our take. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot. I think a lot of people. Pro- well, I say that. I mean, you know, it depends on the kind of upbringing you've had, and whether you've had a, you know, whether you had a, um, you know, supportive parents and a pleasant childhood, or whether you, you know, some people have very poor childhoods. Mm. Um, but um, I didn't have a bad bad childhood um and yeah i think a lot of people are a bit more kind of wide-eyed and accepting when they're younger everything's an ex- exploration everything's new um and you're exploring yeah um and i mean i yeah i i mean i remember having that you have that kind of naivety about the world that you kind of believe whatever you see so mm. you know um the good guys and the bad guys were very clearly distinguished yeah. um so it was kind of you know well we just come you know my 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 parents and grandparents came out of two world wars uh, uh when they were they were younger and you know it was it was you know it was the british and the germans and we still played i mean i was talking to to, to my partner about this the other day um you know in my in my primary school years and my kind of in my in, when i was in single mm. figures um uh we were close enough this was in the 60s we were close enough to mm. the war uh that we were still playing british and germans yeah. Yeah. uh out in the you know, out in the out in the uh, you know, out in the street and in in, in parks and so on. Um, we I think we got past. This is very American. Thing, we got past. We more or less got past playing um playing uh, cowboys mm. and Indians, which was the kind of the classic. I think it was my my dad's generation played cowboys yeah. and Indians. Um, my generation was playing British and Germans. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember um, playing. Um, yeah, even. 
it's difficult. It's difficult to play Americans and and, and Soviet spies, isn't it? I mean, it's a much more complicated game to play. Yeah. In the, I do remember. <laughs> remember <laughs> I do remember like putting on American accents. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah, because that was again, but that was seen as you know uh, that was a good example. That was seen as as as, as very cool um, because the Americans were 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 the good guys. You know, they were the good guys. They were the guys, guys who kind of you know seen in all the war films, you know, beating up the Germans. You know, you know the Brits played a minor part mm. in that, um, and then uh, and then you know they were kind of fighting off the Russians, fighting off alien innovations. Basically, when if anything went wrong. The Americans were there. They had the space program. They had all the big glossy cities. I read all the comics and all their superheroes. Were American. So America was a great was a great kind of Xanadu. Mm-hmm. It was the, the utopia. Um, didn't see any of the you know you just weren't aware of any of the kind of the politics, any of the ideologies, any of the kind of the the, 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 the you know the the, the dark mm-hmm. underbelly of American political life um, about the kind of the racism and all that kind of stuff. None of that was was. Uh, I, I was not aware of any of that, and I can, you know, remember it. it, it I can remember having my my my, um, uh, my you know my faith in 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 you know the leaders of the free world eroded. I can I can I was aware of that process. Thinking, oh, no, I can't believe that. I can't believe. Well, yeah, you know, you're probably right. That's not right, and this is not right, and so on. I mean, the space program was well behind the space program, oh, and yet, you know, today you'll, you'll you'll be looking at social media, and there's there's all these people who say, "I never happened." It's all a big, um, it's all a big myth. It's just it's just a big you know, Hollywood kind of film. No, we've never been into space. Nothing's ever been launched up there. We never landed on the moon. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's kind of cultural vandalism, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like, why? Why would you? I don't know why. What what you're what's, what you're invested in to mm. say that particularly. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, every every right every right to say that and believe that if you want to, but I wonder what it does for you. I mean, I remember you know being in at primary school and seeing the moon landing. You know, you, you were all brought out mm. to watch it, uh, and it was just a glorious moment for the whole of humanity kind of gathered around this this big event. Um, uh, and I think, oh, you know, actually, it was almost a Star Trek moment. Actually, you know, we might go to the stars. We might not be the horrible, evil people that you know that 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 that. that, that uh, we're, we're, we're looking like we're developing into maybe there yeah, is hope yeah. that we could all rally all together gone, uh, as, as he, and that's kind of all gone it, it, there's, yeah. there's this um, was, yeah. uh, TV program I started watching it's quite interesting it's called For All Mankind and uh, it's, the, mm. it's the run up to the, the moon landing and they're getting mm. ready to do mm. it and then the, the Soviets get there first and it's kind of the the uh, you know what what would happen if that if that was the case because mm. they were ahead yeah. in, in in almost every other yeah, respect like, yeah, in, they, in the space race uh, yeah it's like suddenly that what are you going to do with this that space program is it going to continue mm. and all this kind of stuff and mm. how will that affect you know um, you know American politics and the future and relationships between the Soviets but uh, yeah there's so much to watch on TV I just, I, I, mm. <laughs> maybe I won't get around to watching the rest of it but that was interesting I do like that kind of alternative yeah I mean the past does I mean the past does have a tremendous impact on us mm. doesn't it I mean it, it it sets agendas and values for us even even if we've reflected on them, even if we've revised them uh, intellectually after the fact they're still they're, they're kind of part of they're part of the they're, they're part of the foundations part of the infrastructure it's very difficult to pull them out without putting the whole mm. structure down on top of you um so you might be aware oh well you know, there's a dodgy foundation there needs to be underpinned uh, but you can't really remove that foundation <laughs> without putting the entire house down yeah. um and so it's going to, well i'm aware of it being there so you know i'm aware of the way i was brought up um in a particular moment 
Um, so you know, so the spirit could take me back to 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 my roots and just say, well, here you go. This is why you think mm. the way you do because your dad did this, or your mum was like that, or the, your school was like so and so, or or whatever. Or you watch these kinds of TV shows. And I was watching a documentary uh, with um um. Uh, Russell T. Davis, the guy who's the, the, the producer of Doctor Who at the moment. Um, and it was just about him saying, you know, he grew up as a kid watching Doctor Who. And he said he learned, he learned a lot of his values mm. from that. About, you know, what it means to be heroic it doesn't mean mean you have to be um, macho or violent or, or, or you know, coercive. Um, you can be heroic um, in a much more kind of civilised way than that. Just, just by trying to seek the truth and trying to kind of stand mm. up for other people. Um, uh, and not throwing your weight around. Um, uh, and I think Star Trek was very similar to that. It was like those those values are kind of fairly liberal values. Um, uh, and you know, you watch even Jerry Anderson stuff. You know, things like Thunderbirds, where you, people they went out altruistically to just rescue people. Uh, from, through, you know, and they got no credit for it. They kind of came back to a luxury, you know, <laughs> billionaires island somewhere. But uh, um, they, they, they they were all anonymous. Uh, and I was brought up on this stuff. Now, I, yeah, you don't know, but that just seemed to me to be. Th- that those seem to be the values that I, I, I you know, I, I, I took to heart. Um, so you can look back and you can say, okay, spirit, you've taken me back, and you can, and you show me this, why I'm why, like I am. It's not, it's not as Plato says. It's not well, it's not, it's not as Plato says that you're born with these kind of you know, these particular things ingrained a part of your your essence. It's more, it's more like kind of an existential thing. Um, it very much depends on what your parents would allow you to watch on TV. Um, or how late they would take you stay up at nights, um, or what teachers you had and their attitudes to you in classroom, and the the, the friends you had, and whether they were, they kind of bullied you or, or not. Um, all of those things come together, and they kind of help yeah. to make you who you are. Um, and I think that's one of the lessons that Scrooge learns, you know, that you know that uh, um, it from the past um, that you know he was he was you know he was brought up in a particular way. He had that particular set of values about kind of working hard and. And so he didn't. He didn't make a lot of friends. Um, he gave up his girl mm-hmm. girlfriend um, um, for, for the sake of, for the sake of his career and so on. And all those kind of bricks start to make you who you are. And so the, it's it's that, it's that Jacob Marley thing, as we said at the, at, at the beginning. These are the chains you forge in life. These are the chains um, yeah. that bind you. All these 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 decisions and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's it can that the story could be taken. Um, it could be really kind of. Uh, uh, like uh, not subtle, you can look at it not subtly, but you, mm. can look at it, you can look at it in a subtle way as well. I think obviously mm. it's mm. Uh, that uh, Victorian era and um, you know capitalism and uh, and and all of that, but it's but it's also about like you say, it's the choices you've made that you've you've brought you to a certain mm. point. And um, uh, but there were there were alternatives, weren't there? So there's like for for, for Scrooge, as um, it, it became smaller and smaller, didn't he? I think that like yes. I think it's with his his kind sister, stripped layers away, didn't it? Yeah, his his sister mm. was um, um, he that was his kind of only kind of light. His sister was what is like, and he he thought he was going back to live with them. And she, and the, and the sister was happy, like bringing him back from boarding school. There it was, but then he went straight into into business, and then later she died in childbirth. I mean, that was the kind of the. Uh, oh, I see. Now the, the, the yeah the guy Pierce um yeah the, the guy Pierce uh, um um Christmas Carol you mean yeah 
Yeah, sorry, yes, I'm, I'm, I was looking at something else. Yes, um, I quite liked that version um, because I quite liked the fact that um, they took a fairly subtle route rather than it was just Scrooge is just a mean-spirited old miser and just didn't want to give money away um, because he just wanted to hoard it all. Mm. You had him explaining to the spirits, you know, um, it just doesn't, you know, it's kind of, it's almost kind of ideology. It doesn't work, mm. you know. You know, I could give some money away. I could give you know all my money away, and what 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 use would it be? You know, you do that. Um, it's just like it's just like a drop in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, the poor would still be there. Um, it doesn't change the world at all. People, would st- it doesn't change people's minds or, or hearts. Um, it's just it's just pointless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he makes so it's not just that he's mean. Mm-hmm. It's it, he's actually decided this just doesn't work. Yeah, so, well, rationally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, raise, and that raises all kinds of ethical questions, doesn't it? I mean, about kind of charity at Christmas. Um, because we, all, we always think kind of particularly, uh, there are things you, you do at, at, at particular times of year. So Valentine's Day is the, you know, it's, it's the day when, you know, oh gosh, I've got to think about my partner. Um, so I've got to buy them you know, some chocolates and a, and a bunch of flowers and tell them I love them. Mm. Um, uh, and at Christmas, right, we've got to be charitable at Christmas. Mm. Um, th- those are the days you can kind of excuse yourself for the rest of the year as long as you do those, those days. Mm. Um, and... Um, it's just that kind of charity at Christmas. You think, well, what am I actually doing? If I if I give some money to a, 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 a children's charity at Christmas, am I really alleviating their 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 suffering or their discomfort at all? Am I perpetuating it by 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 making them more dependent on on you know on the population, just providing them with with, with resources? Should there be you know shouldn't it be a more long term solution? Um, what would happen if we didn't give charity to the people? I mean, mm. would 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 you know? Would there be? Would the streets be filled with homeless? Mm. Uh, would there be kind of you know uprisings because the, the poor would suddenly rise up against the rich? Yeah, that's um, what I was say. It's, 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 it becomes revolutionary. It's like um, giving in a way, giving to charity, or you know, we have this horrible, you know, the idea that we have to have food banks in this country is so despicable. It is, oh, um, but we have them, and and then people say, yeah. well, oh, and it's good, isn't it good that you have them? Because then people can get poor. Mm. You think it's like a weird, vicious mm. circle. Yeah, it is. If we it didn't is. have them, perhaps that you know, it would be better because people, <laughs> it, it would come to the surface. This you know, this mm. you know, the, the fact that people don't have money. Mm. Um, yeah, and and they'd be great. That, you know, I mean, crime would have to increase. People would, you know, you'd, if you were in that situation, you would you would steal. Yeah, have you seen the supermarkets lately with all the? Security. They put like security tags on the food. I was yeah. When I first noticed that, I thought here is here is a, a new world we're living in. Yeah, actually yeah. putting security tags on food. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I've seen yeah. that. Like, even, what was the one I saw it on? Was it on like cheese or something or something like that? Something, God, something. Really? Yeah, something mundane. Yeah, yeah. Something like unbelievable, but because it was a big block of something. Mm. I don't know if it was cheese, mm. but you know, something like a tub of <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's so. Yes, yeah, so that would be another thing. So you know, if, if you were taken back, you know, by 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 the spirits mm. to to an earlier time, um, you might find it. I mean, I don't know. We, we do this, don't we? And, and that's another thing we, we quite often do in these these kind of traditional. We you know um, we look back to um, um, to, to to previous times. Mm. It's a very old tradition. You know, it's it's, it's a very kind of you know. Um, it's a well-travelled path, isn't it? Christmas, you kind of reflect on. Oh, I remember previous Christmases, and I remember when we did this. And I remember when I was a child, I got this for Christmas, mm. and so on. Um, and we kind of we romanticise the past, 
Um, and we make it seem like everything oh, happens. Yeah, it was so lovely then, wasn't it? You know, the turkeys were bigger, uh, and all the chocolate and the boxes of chocolates were, were, were bigger, and the and the bars of chocolates were the bars of chocolate were, were huge, and uh, and, if, and we you know, we were just so much happier. Um, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, mm. maybe it's just because I was a kid. Um, I don't know whether my parents were necessarily any happier. Um, they still had bills to pay, and they probably were more aware of what was going on in the news than I was at that stage. Yeah, um, it's, I don't know if there's ever been, you know, a so-called golden age, but I think you could probably, mm. this is probably where you could bring facts. Let's have a look at the facts. You know, what was the, mm. you know, we can we can say things like cost of living, mm. or you mm. know, or you know, things like that. But yeah, I'd rather live in the here and now. I wouldn't like to go to the past, but I think we can. We can go to the past and yeah, we can reflect. That's what we're doing, aren't we? Really. Mm. And um, how far back again? And you know, people talk about the kind of the golden age. How far back would you go before you think no, this is not good enough? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, the, 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 there are no medications. We've got back penicillin then. now. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the, 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 you know, the food is really rather rather limited because we're yeah, not getting stuff. British yeah. food is particularly bad. I hear. In the, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, really remember yeah. much. But yeah, I often say to my um, American colleagues, you know, I remember when I go to the, when I used to go to the supermarket and it was. Ice cream. You can have any any you like. You can have any like uh, any uh, flavor you like. Vanilla, or um, was it ne- Neapolitan? Neapolitan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then chocolate came in. Oh my god! You, you know, yes, chocolate. It was a revolution, wasn't it? Mint yeah. choc chip. That was like the ultimate. Exciting stuff, wasn't it? Exciting. Yeah. Stuff. Any of those four you can have. Yeah. So I don't know. So I mean, I don't know whether the past teaches. I mean, certainly Marx is always very keen on looking at the past, mm. um, and Hegel, all, all the kind of you know the the the, the, the kind of dialectic uh, and idealist philosophers like looking back and seeing the process and saying, yeah, we are genuine, we are improving. Mm. You know, if you, and so you should be able to look at the past, and you should see things. You know, see things moving towards a kind of a final destination some ultimate kind of utopia mm. and it might be going through some difficult stages perhaps they were things living, are getting better they were living definitely at a time of um, um, kind of hyper change weren't, weren't they you know, yes lots of yeah. inventions coming and and, and mm. so it, it undoubtedly had this idea of oh, we're, we're definitely heading in you know in a, mm. in a great direction yes it was easier to feel optimistic wasn't mm-hmm. it then because I mean that, that whole kind of enlightenment moment kind of you know 17th 18th century where as you say lots and lots of new discoveries and burgeoning kind of scientists sciences and medicines and, and, and you know, internal combustion engine mm-hmm. and uh, new foods being developed and all that kind of stuff and it was kind of oh yeah mm-hmm. things are things are really getting better we are moving on the the age of progress I love um, um, uh, the film have you seen uh, Master and Commander on the far yes. side of the world Yes. And they're talking about their their ships, mm. and and mm. and it's I loved it. The line is so good because it makes you think. And um, so the the captain is saying, "What an amazing modern age we live in." Mm. And I'm thinking, how many people have, have said that throughout yes. time? Yes, yeah, yeah. You yes. know, and they said, you know, and yeah, you could no matter where you go back. Mm. I mean, it's that we mentioned the film, um, um, the Woody Allen movie, uh, Midnight in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic. yeah. It's a great film, uh, and it does it does bring up this point. You know, how far back do you go? Mm. Um, so, of course, you know the the, the, the main character, the Owen Wilson character, mm. says, "Oh, you know, you, you need to go back to the 1920s. That's when it was really. Yeah. That's when you, that was the moment when all the, all the best literature was done. 1920s Paris. Yeah. That was the moment. And so, so through various means, which are never explained, he ends up in the 1920s Paris. He goes there at midnight. Car pulls up, and he gets in, and he goes off with like Scott Fitzgerald and." Mm. 
what have you, meets all these people. Um, and then he's there with these people, and they're all harking back to an earlier time. Oh yeah, the, the, the you know the, the you know the late eighteen hundreds, uh, eighteen mm. such like that was that was the moment. That was when. Um, and every generation just looks back Bellapox, to the previous. Bellapox, he says. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, every generation just looks back to the previous time. Um, so I wonder whether. So in the, I wonder whether the spirit of Christmas past. Mm. Um, ultimately serves no particularly useful useful purpose when you can reflect on it. If you took, if you know, if, if Scrooge were a philosopher, mm. he might go back and say, "Yeah, well, of course, you know, everybody sees that it sees the past um, in oh, this way." That's, that's, but he might he might say, "Well, yeah, you're just showing me these good bits. <laughs> you're just showing mm, yeah, me yeah, it's the edited highlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh... You're showing me the roots. Like, I, I, you know, a good psychiatrist would be able, to, you know, a therapist um, would be able to kind of take me through the same path, just show me how I got to where I was yeah. and the influences on my life. I don't need uh, a supernatural intervention to take me back and show me. Um, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what psychotherapy is part of psychotherapy is about, Did... taking you back over your past to, to just see where, how you got to where you are. I don't remember. You know, after the after the first ghost, Scrooge mm. already changed his ways. I think he was. Well, no, I don't think he had. I think he was still. I, no, because he 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 came back and it was kind of. I think he was pensive and thoughtful. But I don't think he changed. I don't think he changed his ways. They're kind of showing um, showing uh, him who he is, mm. who he yes. is, and then yes. um, the. Uh, I, I just I, before we oh, I forget I wanted I wanted to say something about uh, it's a wonderful life, but uh, and then well that's I mean that's relevant, isn't it? Because it's a wonderful life is it, is exactly that 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 riff, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's kind of um, the reason you know the reason your life is 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 a valuable one is because of all the things you've done yeah. in the past, all these little things you've done in the past, like you know saving your brother from falling into mm-hmm. a lake. Um, Meant that you know, uh, in later life, he could be a hero and save you know, hundreds and hundreds of people from being sunk in a boat during mm. the war because he was and able it, to kind of you know, it, it hit, do something. It like hit that. me that the, the angel does does that twice. So bear mm. with me here. So he does. It's, it's like a Clarence. judo move, and he does it twice. Ooh. The first time is when he jumps into the water. So um, he's going to kill himself, isn't he? So he's going. That's he's right. going yeah, to yeah. jump in the water. The and, angel the angel, says, okay, and the angel and kind of distracts him. Yeah. And the second yeah, time yeah, is yeah. Um, he says, "I wish you know I'd never been born." Okay, this, this oh, you've, you've never been born. born, so it's actually two. You know, yeah, it just occurred to me today. I thought, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's very clever. Yeah. Yes. So the, yes. the past. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure about. Well, I'm not sure. I'm, if we want to move on to, to if we want to look at the, the spirit of Christmas, yeah, present, I think I was going to say. Um, that, so the past was about him. Yeah, it was about kind of him and and how he got mm. uh, how and and the the component parts that made him kind of mm. what he is. Um, but these things don't just come completely made. You're not programmed to be this. You don't have a kind of a particular soul as as as, as Plato might say, or an essence. Uh, these things are are you're constructed as as uh, you know your essence is constructed from your mm-hmm. existence, as as, as Sartre, Sartre mm-hmm. would say. Um, so then you get the spirit of Christmas presence. Um, who shows him the present. And, and that's always the one where you think, well, what's the point of that? I mean, he lives in the mm-hmm. present. Um, but it's very much revealing what other people think of him, mm. isn't it? It's, it's more of people's current reactions. So, where, you know, so he And he what seems, they have. He seems as if nobody that, can. Yeah. Emphasis is, yes. you know, so yeah. there's the part, his nephew's party. and um, they sh- That's right. They're all playing, playing games, games, aren't they? Yes. Um, and uh, he sees Bob Cratchit's uh, family 
at Christmas, and mm-hmm. also in the book, he's going, he's going to like um, he goes sees people living in a lighthouse or something like that. So um, and how they pass Christmas, and of course mm-hmm. they talk about him in the party and uh, and 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 Bob Cratchit's house, but the emphasis on is like this is what you could have. This is what you're missing out. Yes. On. Yes. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yes. And and you know it, it's it's very kind of modest, mm. quite poor kind of surroundings. So you know they haven't got any kind of wealth. Mm. But oddly enough, they don't live. I mean, they live in in a sense they live in the same kind of um, surroundings as Scrooge does himself because he doesn't spend all he's got money. He doesn't yeah. spend any of it. He's you know he's the sort of person who'll throw one lump of coal on the fire and hope it lasts. Um, no, Scrooge says to his nephew. Yeah, um, how can you be happy? You're you're poor enough, or something like that. And, and mm. his nephew says, "How how can you be you know un, uh, unhappy? You're rich enough. You're rich enough. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now that's interesting, isn't it? So so it it's, so the spirit of Christmas present is kind of is revealing, as you say, what other people have got or what other people are doing with what they've got, um, and allowing Scrooge. I mean, again, to get kind of a bit um, Hegelian about this, but allowing Scrooge to kind of to 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 react to the other, to 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 kind of to these other lives, mm. these opposites, um, and and identify himself against them. So it's kind of well, this is what my this is what my my, my you know my, mm. my family have got. They play games. They're kind of being fairly happy. I could have been a part mm. of that, but I'm not. Um, what does that do to me? They don't seem to be all that bothered. Mm. Um, they're having a good time, but you know what's it doing to me? I mean, I'm the I'm the one who seems to be suffering here, not them. Um, uh, you know, Bob Cratchit. I've not given him much money. I've not given him any time off, mm. and yet. Um, you know, he's living just he says, pretty much as I am, uh, and having a good time out of it, and, or, or yeah, having a satisfying said to him, time out of it. After Bob Cratchit says "Happy Christmas" to him, "Merry Christmas," and he said, "How can you say mm. Merry Christmas to mm. me? You, you have yes. only like yes. what was it, fifteen? Yes. I can't remember, fifteen, fifteen <laughs> shillings a year or something like that." Yeah, yeah and, and then yeah. he's yeah. seen yeah. how he can be happy with that fifteen shillings. Yeah, mm. and it is kind. Of, I mean, it is. I, I know. I mean, it. it if you're not careful with that, and uh, you, you can, what one can get a little bit, again, the rose-coloured glasses come out again, um, because there, there can be a sense of, uh, you know, we you know, we were poor but we were happy. <laughs> but it's not, uh, it's not entirely. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, that they show, you know, that, that, yeah, that it's bad as well. His, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so being, you know, being poor, you, know, you can. Ra- I mean, it's it was possible to kind of romanticize mm. poverty back in that, uh, in yeah. in some of these things. So it's it's you know they, they were poor, but you know they 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 all all, all rallied round together around around you know around their bowls of drool and uh, have a bit we're of sing song around the we piano and everybody we were was poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we were poor. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit. It's a bit like. Yeah, it is a bit like the, the four Yorkshiremen in in, in, in Monty Python. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Dickens was a much much better writer than to to, than to be putting at that that particular thread. Um, but I think we do need to be a little bit a bit a little bit careful yeah. about well, that. Well, I, I, um, I, 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 um, the uh, the clock is uh, is uh, cl- uh, <laughs> as um, uh, it's telling me it's three o'clock, uh, and it's yes. uh, I've got, I've yes. so must rush through yeah. this like, part, little last part. It's the future. Well, that's right. Yes. Now this is the this is the difficult one. This is the tricky one, isn't it? The, the spirit of Christmas future, um, because who knows? Um, that's the thing. I mean, I remember somebody saying, uh, "Who was this saying?" Somebody was saying about you know um, science fiction writing. Um, that the good thing about the interesting thing about science fiction writing is is uh, it gives you it gives you kind of carte blanche really to 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 
to fly off with your imagination. If you're writing historical pieces, you've got to link yourself to the past. You've got to mm. kind of make sure that your, 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 your source material is accurate. If you're writing about the present, again, you've got to be observational. But when you're talking about the future, uh, you haven't really got anything, I think, other than extrapolation mm. to work with. You're looking at what you already know and saying, OK, well, if we continue along this path, where is this going to take us? Or you know, maybe the future will be like it is now, only more so. Um, so if we're living in kind of, you know, if we're living in kind of a corrupt sort of, you know, mm. cynical time, uh, governed by kind of corporations and technology, then we might end up in some sort mm. of cyberpunk future. That seems to be a fairly popular kind of riff, isn't it? It's going to be technology, the haves and the have-nots, uh, and that kind of seems to be the direction. Now, who knows? There could be a whole. You know, there could be a whole weird kind of, you know, uh, uh, a worldwide sort of thing that'll happen, um, which will will completely change that. You know, there could be some weird sunspot activity, and all the IT could be knocked out. We could be go back to the dark ages, and the apes could rise yeah. up and run everything. Uh, we don't know. Um, but the future, difficult. I mean, we talked about this before. You know, kind of very difficult to get enough information yeah. to plan for the future. I'm not even sure what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you find the future future kind of well, a, a closed book if we, for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I don't think about it that much, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, which is probably mm. not a good thing. I think most of my most of my life, I, I, I don't. I've never really planned. I'm kind of a here and now type mm. person. Yeah, I, I read some of your but essays. I think yeah, if we yeah. get, if we link it back to, to Scrooge, it's um, it's mm. it is it is very dark, isn't it? Part of the of the story. Well, it's his destiny. It's kind of where he ends up and where all uh, where everybody else ends yeah, up. Yeah, but it's not. Kind of sort of, yeah. it, they don't. It, it doesn't show him suffering, does it? No. It well, you don't see it, do you? I mean, you know. He, I mean, he hears people it, talking it, about that's him. That's it. It's, it's, uh, it's, and his it's reputation. After he's dead. Yes. I, I always yes. And that seemed to matter. Yeah, yeah. That seemed to matter to him, didn't it? That idea that, pe- that he had a bad reputation at the end of it. That people spoke. Mm. It's like you were saying uh, uh, earlier on that that, that perhaps. Um, you know, living into the future, um, seeing uh, it's it's or, or being a spirit mm. is all to do with memories and how and and how people remember you. Um, I think that's probably why we quite often, when we think about the future, we quite often think about our, our children more than we think about us. You know, what kind of what kind of world will they exist in? We want them to exist in a world where they can survive well, yeah. and be happy. Um, and what will they think of us when they're when they're there? You know, what will people who met, meet I think, us I think, think it's, of us? Uh, it's um, almost imp- it is impossible actually. Is thinking about your your own death. I think it's you mm. won't be there to worry about it. That's mm. <laughs> no, no, that kind of non-existent. Which brings us neatly back to the discussion about about um, um, sp- mm. the spiritual existence. I'm, I sometimes it sometimes terrifies me to think that you know you could end up uh, as a spiritual existence um, just screaming <laughs> yeah, 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 in yeah. your head because <laughs> because you know you completely cut off from all existence and you can't you can't you might just be engaging with another in yeah. form of existence altogether. Um, but the idea that you know you spent all your time on Earth getting engaging in the world in a particular way, and now so, I mean, mm. this is a big debate in, in, for example, in theological circles. You know, if God is a super, if, if God is an incorporeal being, um, then how can God experience the world in the way we do? Because God can't see or can't, can't smell. God doesn't have a nose. And if you're talking about kind of a, 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 superior, a superior kind of incorporeal supernatural being, God can't smell anything. Um, uh, and then, of course, I think with the Christian tradition, you have this whole kind of incarnational thing. Oh, well, you know, God's son becomes yeah. an embodied being so that God's son can experience these physical things. But it means there was a time 
when God couldn't experience these things. So they were. So God is in process, which again makes you know, makes yeah. some people's hair stand on. It's a lot of a lot of very confusing things when you start talking about the incorporeal it, it, spiritual realm. It reminds realm. me of um, when I was in Saudi Saudi Arabia and um, I was I was with like some Muslims and very intelligent uh, guys, and they were talking about stuff mm. that's in the Quran. Uh, in mm. the kind of like like you're you're doing there, kind of a scientific way, like a rational way, mm. and I always think well, this is just a waste of time, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> it, 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 obviously, yes. uh, and I'm I'm not I'm not putting down I'm not putting down religion there. Mm. I'm putting down yeah you're mm. you're using the tools of science to try and understand um, faith and religion, and mm. they're two different separate things. Um, so. Mm. Mm. But a lot of these, mm. yes, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we do tend to, um, we do, you know, religions and and faiths and those sorts of things are all constructed out of out of you know out of language, mm. out of our symbology, uh, out of kind of metaphor and extrapolation and so on. And we create these these things. Um, but a lot of the time, a lot a lot of the time, they 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 are incoherent that doesn't necessarily mean that people like you know Kant would say well that's the problem um you know you shouldn't be talking about them anyway um because we don't have our categories of thought mm-hmm. on capable of entertaining them and you know new man wittgenstein says you know mm-hmm. we, we have to pass over them in silence so it's not a denial of their reality it's a denial of yeah, our ability I, to, it, to engage it's um i guess it, it's weird one because it sounds like i'm dismissing religion we are actually i'm actually defending it i'm a defendant no i don't think you are no, I yeah. think you. I, I took it as a defence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know we're we, we're going to wrap up now, but I mean, it's 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 very interesting. Is that I mean, um, all of them, and we talk talking about going back to to, to find our you know our dis- little bit of a discussion about ghost stories at Christmas time. When ghosts turn up, when they go start to haunt you, they always turn up wearing the yeah. same gear that they used to wear um, when when they died. They don't up they don't yeah. upgrade their wardrobe, do they? They all kind of turn up wearing the same stuff. Why do they wear the same stuff? Why do they not update their gears? Oh well, okay, you know. Uh, I mean, you've pinched up now, and you're wearing the same stuff as you That's wore when right, you were yeah. a student. Uh, the same t-shirts and the same jeans and so on. And uh, you haven't kind of you know upped the game a little bit uh, or changed yourself to fit. This is why. Why does you know why also why does the spirit why does the spirit have to why does the spirit turn up and look like? Um, they always look like the, the yeah. way they looked you know physically. They look like they used to look, um, unless they want to give you a good scare. There's always that kind of where they kind of the head explodes and so. Um, but normally they turn up looking, um, and you've got that kind of sense that they don't have to. Yeah. They don't have. They're not physical anymore. They don't have to appear constrained by physical shape and appearance. And yet, all of the the stuff I tend to see, apart from science fiction movies, where if you see a kind of a disembodied being, yeah. they're normally kind of glowing lights. They can really go um, for it in science fiction um, because though. that's you know but, you don't have. to... I think it, I think it comes you down to, to the story. Kind of you shape, have yeah. to abide by a set of rules. Mm. I think, and you have to be consistent. Right, you? right. Um, yeah. Yes. So you've pitched up like this. I'm here but to try to save you. Save you. Do you now see the value of, of of philosophy and all your you know teaching over the years? Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, I still I don't know. No. I still think I've probably wasted uh, how, my time. Uh, we've been here um, for it's been three days. Uh, you haven't haven't showed you enough. Yeah, really. Have you now? Aren't you supposed to now take? Aren't you supposed to take me back now to 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 the beginning of my career, um, and then say right, you know, and I'll look out of the window and say, oh my goodness me, you know, it's 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 you know, nineteen ninety, and uh, and I I haven't even I haven't even started my first teaching job, uh, and uh, yes, I can yes. do it all again. Yes, and I want you to I want, want you, you to do? invest you heavily in 
2011, when you get to 2011, invest heavily in Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then really? sell it all. Okay, thank you. Bitcoin. Uh, sell it all in um, in November 2022. Yeah. Okay. That's that's when you that's when you'd fade out. You go. You'd, you'd be fading back. Oh, remember Bitcoin. <laughs> Sell up in 2022. 2018 sucked. 2020 wasn't a good one. 2020 was no, that wasn't a good one either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not going well, isn't it? We need a good year. We do need a good year. It's like, yeah, it's like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stop on this one. But yeah, Back to the Future. When, when he went, when they, when uh, you know, they cut, they, 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 uh, you know, when Biff ends up in the future and he, and he gets a sporting almanac. Um, with all with all the kind of all the kind of winning games um, for the last like twenty years, and then he kind of goes back um, and then uses that to uh, uh, uses that to bet on all the games um, uh, from 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 his time, and just earns this huge amount of money and builds up I this kind of big the, empire. The problem with that, I think, um, with the, the first few games that he he won money on, um, I think that would create some kind of change in what what's going to happen with the rest of those games. But I don't know. Okay, well, all right then. So you've learnt your lesson. Yeah. I've learned my lesson now that 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 it's it's you know it's all up for grabs, um, anything goes, uh, and that you know as a as a disembodied spirit, uh, I'm stuck with the same. You know we're all going to be stuck with the same clothes um, as we die. So make sure yeah, yeah. you and, die uh, I guess stylish. We should say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to to, to one and all. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure, hasn't yeah. it, Danny? To, Still to, to have you with us. us. Um, enjoy. And yeah, I know some of you uh, against you know all the odds, but thank you so much. Um, and uh, hopefully, we'll hear from uh, from more of you. We've got some more opportunities to talk to some of our uh, some of our uh, our, our listeners um, over the new year. Um, so yeah, it's been a wonderful time. So I'll raise a glass to you all, uh, and to you, Danny. Thank you so much for for everything you you do. What what, what is it? You do? Well, we'll explore that later. I'm going right, now. Back to the nether realms with you.